Rachel, your little tarot card app is ruining my life. Isn't it? Isn't it fantastic? Doesn't it call you the fuck out all the time? Yeah, all the time. Like, um, example is that today my card says, what's the Empress? And it's reversed. And it's, (laughs) and it always gives like three little adjectives to describe it. Like before the, um, before the main description yeah, and it's dependence, smothering, and emptiness, and I'm just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a, it says though normally the empress is incredibly nurturing. The dark side of that is that she can also be smothering. Allowing something to grow means also giving it room to explore and expand. What parts of your life could you benefit from letting go? Like I don't want to think that hard. <laughs> it's meant to call you the fuck it's... out all the time. Ruining my life. And what were the other ones that I, uh... Uh, I was actually just looking, because every time... (laughs) Every time I'm having, like, a shit day, for some reason, I want to open that app, because I just want to see... And you're like, oh, yeah, that explains it. Yeah, and every time, it's something that's like, oh, yeah. Like, the other day, I got the star. It was, negativity surrounds your thoughts. You (laughs) only expect the worst out of your situation, but your perception creates your reality and you're caught in an endless cycle. If only you could see the positives, you could understand and move forward. Like, thanks, Tarot Card app, because I didn't think of that. Yeah, (laughs) right. I'm glad it's so easy for you. So, yeah, these other ones that I've sent you, uh, one was the Ace of Cups. The three, like, phrases to describe the Ace of Cups is wasted emotions, Blocked creativity and emptiness. That's the second <laughs> fucking emptiness card I've gotten. Oh my god. I'm over it, but and yet I keep going I, back for more. Well, yeah, me too. My The other one I got the other day was the hermit, and I was like, oh, that's fucking appropriate for right no now. No shit. Loneliness, isolation, lost your way. Like, I think everyone's feeling that right now. Seriously. So, um... Yeah, if you also want your life ruined, get this, uh, what's it called? Golden Thread? Uh, yeah, I think it's Golden Thread. Hold on. I could be wrong. I think it is. Yeah, Golden Thread Tarot. Yep. Um, and have your life ruined today. Yeah, share your, your shitty tarot cards that make you look depressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a really cool app. It's glitchy on my phone for some reason, but... You can log the cards. Um, it'll, like, ask you questions about how you feel about that and um, help you kind of, like, navigate what the card actually means to you because it's meant to be guidance for yourself. I'm mostly so. kidding. It's just that I have not gotten one goddamn positive card this whole fucking time I've had it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it, it just kind of teaches you about them, too, It's which is kind of cool. Okay. So, um I mean, I'm mostly kidding, too, but it does seem to be that every time I'm having a shit fucking day, I open this fucking app, and it's like, oh, yeah, you are having a shit day. This is why. Well, when I asked you for it, because I wanted, you mentioned the tarot card app, and I wanted to try it, I was like, oh, this'll, this'll be nice. This'll be fun. Nope. No, nope. every single day, it's been negative. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> every time I go, <laughs> I screenshot a lot of them, and I, like... I send them to people and be like, called the fuck out every time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you could tell me something nice for once. Yeah. God, yeah. what are you, my mother? Me some- but you know what? Here's the thing. When it tells you something nice, you don't 
it doesn't resonate with you as much because you're happy and you're like oh yeah cool whatever and like you dismiss it because i've gotten good ones and i'm like yeah okay whatever but (sighs) when i'm having a shit day and i get some kind of confirmation (laughs) that yeah i admit that's kind of it can be kind of validating yeah so it's not it's not me it's the universe (laughs) yeah that's that's all um yeah it's a it's a good it's a good app it's a fun way to just a fun little thing to do every day so well um, yep so give it a try yeah check it out let us know what you get send us your called the fuck out cards because we want to see them yep i sure do it yeah it's a good time um do you have any corrections or anything that you need to talk about i don't think so nothing that i was like made aware of that i messed up okay um i have a couple things i just wanted to point out okay uh the website is up and running i'm Ooh, still yes, working and it on looks it great yeah i i'm not a website expert by any means it's extremely fucking basic um because i cannot code and i can't build a website very well but it's up and running so it's uh chardonnay and dna.com <clears throat> um so there's that we also have a merch uh corner on there um so you can click on merchandise it will take you directly to the teespring site um you don't have to buy our merchandise i just happened to make it because i was bored one day and i thought that the logo would look cool on a shirt <laughs> and it is it is very so. <laughs> it is very cool <clears throat> I really like so, those leggings. Uh, I'm going to buy those one day. Yeah, the leggings are pretty cool. I'm trying to make different colors and like um, just different styles with the leggings. But there are leggings, there's t-shirts, there's hoodies, there's phone cases. Uh, I think I made a coffee cup. I, You know, whatever. There's all sorts of shit. So if you want to support us, if you want to wear a shirt and get our name out there, that'd be really cool. Um, let us know. Uh, please buy one if you want to. No pressure. Please. Um, please buy one. <laughs> Um, and then I, uh, I think I'm going to actually have stickers made as well. So I'm thinking that, um, coming up soon, we might have some kind of, uh, contest or giveaway kind of thing with some stickers. So stay tuned for that. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to touch on that really made my day is that we got a review from, um, someone we don't know, which... I love when people we know review our show. I do. Uh, and tell us what they think because I love all of you. But it's really cool when you get someone that you don't know and you don't have any mutuals with that somehow stumbled across the show um, and gives you um, a great review. So uh, there are two people. <laughs> we have two great reviews on Facebook. Uh, one is from Nikki McClellan. So, hey, Nikki, thanks so much for the great review. Yes, she um, was so sweet. I woke up to that and I was like, oh. It was so nice. It made my night last night. Um, and then Maribel Serrano, I'm so sorry if I said that wrong, um, also gave us a fantastic review on Facebook. So thank you so much. Um, Maribel also gave us an idea for a case that we're going to cover. Yes. You know what? Um, I'm just, I'm on our Facebook right now and I'm just seeing that. I don't know how I missed that before. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure. It's, it's very odd. Um, the way Facebook runs, I Sometimes I miss them. Sometimes I see them. Um, but there is that one. Uh, and she gave us a case as well, which was really cool. So Yes. I uh, want I want to cover that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Um, please stay tuned because we're going to cover that case. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Um, it means a lot to us. And there is a car in the background. 
<laughs> oh shoot, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just heard it and I was like, <laughs> broom, broom in the background. Good old blanket fort. <laughs> um, but yeah, we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Um, it means the world to us. Yes, it does. That was so, oh. that was like so, so sweet. Yeah. So, and also just please keep in touch. We love to hear from people. Um, it can literally just be you saying, hey, <laughs> that's it. And we'll be happy as pie. So, um, and I was actually yeah. struggling. I don't know why, but for some reason I just wasn't finding, I did find one for this week, but I wasn't finding stories that gave me like that. Oh, like that's awesome. Like that, like shock value kind of thing. Like I was just having yeah. trouble. So if you do have any good, um, any good stories, I definitely want to know because it does get, I don't know. It's just like, there's only so many like guy finds uncle. He never knew about stories until they just get kind of boring. Yeah, absolutely. And like, again, if there is DNA in it anywhere, it doesn't have to be a crime. It doesn't have to be like you found out that your uncle is your dad's whatever. Your dad. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have to be that. It can be anything about DNA. Um, So historical cases. I love that shit. That is right up my alley. Yep. Um, Send us historical stuff. Send us sciencey stuff. We're not scientists, but we'll do our best. Um. We just, we really want to hear from you. We want to talk about stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Um, And we just really want to interact with you and make new friends all over the world. Yes. Which, by the way, that is my favorite thing to do. Yes. (laughs) Is freaking look at the, yeah, like I'm going to actually really quick open up the analytics for the audio boom because it's one of my guilty pleasures to get on the audio boom. No, it's so much fun. Yeah, I want to see where in the world we're being listened to. Um, and it's just, it blows my mind some of the places we've reached. Um, so we, we really want to hear from everybody. Um, and we're just really happy to be here. Oh my so. God, I don't know what's going on outside my house. I'm sorry if you keep hearing that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows. Street racing, that's what's going on. Seriously, what? And I shut my blinds as a hopeful, like, sound barrier as well, so I can't even see. Yeah. I'm yeah, not getting up happens. out of my blanket fort. This shit took forever to set up. I wonder if you have construction all of a sudden on your street. Well, if so, it just literally fucking happened as soon as we started recording. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry, everyone, that you're going to have a lot of background noise. Yeah. But it is this what it literally is. literally just started. This was not happening before. Yeah, it's it's okay. No big deal. God damn it. Um so we have listeners in Canada, um Ireland. That was really I was excited about the Ireland one because it's a pretty big percentage <laughs> actually. Um What United are you Kingdom. looking like over like overall or are you in a I'm looking overall like the 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 90 days. Oh, 90 days, okay. Um Uh let's see. United Kingdom, Russia, Denmark, <laughs> New Zealand. You can, that's fun. Yes. Brazil, Australia. Uh, I was also last Wait, what? Sorry. I was going to say do you want if you want to read the last 3. Oh, where I'm sorry, where did you your last one you said was uh, Brazil? Yeah, and you said New Zealand. Uh, let's see. What did we not say? Denmark? Uh said that one. Uh 10, 11 and 12. Norway, South Africa, and Spain. Yep. That's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very, very cool. Um, makes us very happy to see. So I still wonder why it says that 100% of our listeners are female. Yeah, because I know for a fact they're not. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they only get that off of, like, certain apps because it that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, I was really confused about that. And I thought maybe, like you said, that your husband should count as one because he listens from... And I thought maybe, His phone. yeah, I thought maybe he listened, like you guys listened together or something. So maybe it was like taking off of your account. No, he listens at work. So I'm not even with him and it's on his phone. That's so weird. Um, Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think that's accurate. I think we do have some male listeners as well. Yeah. It, there's um, no way it can be a hundred percent. Like, that's no, just, no. That's just crazy. Yeah. So just wanted to say thanks to everyone um and just tell you how cool it is to see that people in other countries have listened to our voices yeah i'm so excited about it (laughs) yeah so um i yeah that's all i had so check out the website thanks for listening talk to us we love you all yes yes ditto ditto and ditto so um yeah um, so i I had a story like all planned out and I was just, I don't know what my problem was. I was just like, I'm so bored by this. Like, so mm-hmm. two, like two hours before we started recording, um, I looked up a new one. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Cause if it doesn't call to you, it just, it's going to be lackluster and you're like, I don't want to talk about this. And that's exactly <laughs> how I felt. I'm like, no, I need something. I need something with like a little more wow or a little more like, intrigue something so I did find something really cool that I'm excited to talk about it's different so I I don't want to jinx us but the noise went away and I'm wondering if it was a street sweeper oh maybe yeah I definitely did you have them (laughs) I you know what I have never seen one but that doesn't mean they don't exist They're not real, like, Becky. Street sweepers are not real. <laughs> <laughs> well, because normally you figure I'm not usually home at this time. Yeah, true, true. So if this is the true. time they come by, then it could be. It's like the birds. They're not real. It, they're like, you know, a sweet, a street, a sweet, sweet, street. <laughs> a street sweeper in this neighborhood is like a dog on a skateboard. <laughs> it's a mythical being. Yep. So, who knows? Perhaps, perhaps okay. it is. Maybe. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just thought of that. I was like, oh, it's okay. I was That's just so annoyed because, like, that, it's been just a peaceful morning. And then, right when I hit the, when you hit the goddamn record button, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like okay. It's just our luck. It's the tarot card, um, I'm telling you. It is. It's the tarot. It, it should have said that in the tarot card, you will be interrupted by a street sweeper. Yes, and you don't have to be literal about it. It could have just been like, expect interruptions to your, like, chakra or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. All right. Sorry. Ready for my your story? Hey, okay. So, um, I got. I'm taking information from two articles. Both are from LiveScience.com. This first one is by Brandon Spector, and it was published just a week ago. So it's pretty new. Okay. Um, So the title is World's Oldest Human DNA Found an 800,000-Year-Old Tooth of a Cannibal. What? Yeah, this is the shit I'm looking for. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I'm very excited. Okay, so in 1994... Um, your girl here was like one year old. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah you was you was a baby I was just a baby um and you were what you were probably like just learning to tie your shoe or something I don't even, I don't know, man. 1994, I was in 89, I was born. You're so. like, I was stoned by 94. Yeah. <laughs> I was already, already hitting that, that hard stuff. I'm no. I'm just kidding. Don't. Um, <laughs> yes. I was definitely not. No, I, I would have been like, what, four or five? Yeah. So anyways, so. while I was spitting up on myself and Rachel was learning to tie her shoes, archaeologists were digging in the mountains in northern Spain and they discovered fossilized remains of an archaic group of humans. The bones were cut and fractured and appeared to have been cannibalized. Yeah. The largest fragments of the of the skeletons that they found, which they say was at least six different people dated at least 800,000 years ago. That's bonkers. Wow. And I was that is I was doing some other research. It might even be in the next article I referenced. Before, they had only ever had 400,000-year-old remains to, to look at. So, I mean, this is doubling that. That's huge. Right, right. Yep, so... Uh, but the Earth is only how many years old? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they, these, uh, these fragments, they shared some similarities with modern humans, and other now extinct relatives of Homo sapiens, Neanderthals. And then this one I'd never heard of. It's spelled D-E-N-I-S-O-V-A-N-S. All right, spell that for me one more time. D-E-N-I-S, penis, but with a D. Okay, got it. (laughs) O-V-A-N-S. So Denisovans? Are extinct species or subspecies of archaic human that ranged across Asia, during the Lower and Middle Paleolithic, Denosovans are known from few remains, and conse- consequently, most of what of what is known about them comes from DNA evidence. Mm-hmm. So they basically what they found they were related to Denisovans and Neanderthals, which are related to us. But they say that they were different enough to have a completely like different classification than anything they've ever seen. Okay. So what they found were like, they were different than anything. This is like groundbreaking. Okay. What, sorry, I just need to look up what part of the world that is. Well, so they found them in Spain. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I was like, just needed to know for reasons. Yep. They found these in Northern Spain. Um, Not any real reasons. I was honestly just curious where they found them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. So then they ultimately named... Um, this new species that they found, um, a Homo ant- antecessor. So, okay, um, because the bones were among the oldest Homo fossils ever found in Europe, some speculated that uh, they call it H antecessor may have been the elusive common ancestor of Neanderthals, Denisovans, and modern humans. So these were like before. You know the picture of, like, the human evolving? Yeah. This is probably, like, what, stage two or something? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, these were, these, this is so, so, so old. Wow, that's, wow. Okay. Yep. Oh, wait, no, I'm, shit, I am so sorry. No, the ancestor of Neanderthals. No, they were between. No, they weren't. No? <laughs> they were before the Neanderthals, goddammit. Yes, okay, yes. Before <laughs> Neanderthals. So if you think about that, like, in the grand like scheme of history that is super fucking old 
Um, so now a new study um, uses this DNA that they found of this antecessor, um, this, and they call it the single oldest sample of human genetic material that they've ever seen. Wow. They argue, though, that th- it may not be that they are as related to the Neanderthals as they once thought. Okay. Yep. The study was published April 1st in the journal called Nature. Researchers sequenced the ancient proteins in the enamel of an 800,000-year-old H. antecessor tooth, and they used the proteins they found to decipher the portion of genetic code that created them. Um, After comparing the code with genetic data from human tooth samples, the team concluded that this new protein was too different to fit on the same branch of the evolutionary tree as humans, Neanderthals, and Denisovans. So they basically, they thought that maybe this was just an ancestor of uh, human evolution, but now they're finding that the DNA looks too different to be considered that. So what they're calling it now is a sister species of the shared ancestor that led to modern humans and our extinct cousins. They call them like the Neanderthals. So this led to them, but they're not, they can't be on the same like family tree, so to speak. Okay. Okay. So um, to, to figure this out, they use this, this method called paleoproteomics. So it's literally the study of ancient proteins. What they do is they use mass spectrometry, which displays the masses of all the molecules in a sample. And scientists can identify the specific proteins in a given fossil by doing this. So it's literally, I mean, that that just tells me that they can like break down all of the specific proteins in one fossil. Right. Yeah. Real scientific on your asses. You are. You are. It's yeah. I know it's a lot for the brain. So our cells build proteins according to the instructions in our DNA and then strings of amino, uh, strings of amino acids form a protein. So the amino acid chains that form each person's unique protein sequence reveal the patterns that form that person's genetic code. So that's essentially how they figured out that they're not as related to us as they as like they once had thought. Does that make sense? Right. Is that, yeah. No, it does. It does. Yep. Sorry. I, um, yeah, it started again and my like ADHD is going off the wall because I'm like oh, hyper-focusing on the noise in the background. I know. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally am staring at my wall and I'm listening to you, but all I can hear is a mm, in the background. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I hope Terry can get rid of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like if it'll be on different levels or what. Yeah. But well, sorry, everyone. He is the magic man. So, and I'm also just like spitting out molecular anthropology to you. So, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it's very, very cool and interesting. And normally, I would be like, yeah, okay. But I'm, <laughs> my brain is having a hard time. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. We'll, we'll just keep swimming here. Yes, keep keep pushing through. Um, so what they found from all of this is that ancient proteins actually opened like this whole new world that DNA can't even touch. And I found this really interesting. They say in this article that DNA actually degrades pretty quickly. So then okay. after a few hundred thousand years, as it's been with these um, with these fossils that they found, they can't read the DNA anymore. I mean that would make that would make sense. I would just think that in like something that's in 
follow me here because in my brain this makes sense but again i'm not a scientist in something hard like a tooth or a bone you'd think that inside it would stay preserved that's that's kind of what i thought like that you're because yeah you still they can still find bones so like but i guess that dna does disintegrate after a while yeah unless like somehow it's perfectly preserved like the people frozen in ice and stuff like you know yeah what I mean? yeah or like mummified i guess yep and oh this is where yeah. i found this so it says to date the oldest dna that was ever analyzed was about four hundred and thirty thousand years old um okay so that's like i said before that i mean we're like doubling the time that we can go backward because of these ancient proteins yeah that's amazing right so then proteins they can survive in fossils for millions of years which that just blows my mind yeah i mean think about like if we wanted to how much we could find out about the world if we continue to like develop this new method i can't even like process yeah (laughs) it's huge yeah there's just so much information that we could gather from that i guess this also says that they that scientists have used a similar type of protein sequencing sequencing method to study the genetic code of rhinoceros found in the country of georgia that was over one million years old oh god yep as well as an almost two million year old extinct ape in china what yes so Uh, that's completely bonkers that is uh, oh my god like can you imagine we could go so far back i mean you could you could like look into biblical times potentially and like find out the truth about all that i mean i don't know it's just it if i if i like tripped on acid i could think about this for probably two weeks straight well technically biblical times is only two thousand years i mean yeah that that, you're right that's true but i just mean even before like the generations before that like it's just it's just mind-blowing to me like how much truth you can uncover oh yeah absolutely so then this article didn't touch on that I was like really grossly fascinating or fascinated with was the idea that the, what they found were cannibalistic. Right. So this took me to another link by, in a live science article by Mindy Weisberger from May of 2019. And it's entitled, What Made Ancient Hominins Cannibals? <laughs> And then the subtitle. That's amazing. The subtitle is humans were nutritious and easy prey. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So I wanted to like, I wanted to fall down this rabbit hole a little bit too. Um, Yeah. So it says here that around 900,000 years ago in what's now Spain, the human relative homo antecessor, the one that um, I just, you know, I talked about how they found the remains, hunted and ate others of their kind, leaving behind the oldest known evidence of cannibalism. Wow. Yep. Um, so what it says is that this new analysis of the ancient remains hints that these hominins were cannibals because human flesh was nutritious and that, well, I mean, they say human flesh. I mean, I guess they were human, but um, I don't know. That's... I don't, I'm struggling with like, were they human or were they something, it seems like how they're describing it, they were something before humans. Human-esque? I guess. At least. Yeah. But so, I mean, assuming that their makeup was somewhat similar, I guess they would categorize it as human flesh. I don't know. Right. It says that human flesh was nutritious and that humans were easier targets 
than other types of large prey. Um, so bones of seven H antecessor individuals at the Spanish archeological site displayed distinctive signs that they were cannibalized. Human tooth marks, cut marks, and fractures to expose the marrow, researchers reported in a new study. Those bones were mixed with bones representing nine other mammal species. 22 individuals that had also been butchered and eaten. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so the H antecessor, they say, had plenty of prey to choose from. Um, so they're questioning, like, why did they eat each other? Um, so to find out, the researchers used computer models to calculate how many calories this humanesque creature uh, would require a day. And then they, they kind of calculated the caloric payoffs of various animals. So kind of like how much energy do you have to expend to get your food? And then how much does that, like what's your return on investment essentially? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were saying that- You made that like real (laughs) return on investment. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, it is, it's like, okay. It is, you just made it like real modern for a second. And I was like, oh yeah, that's absolutely right. right. Like I see this like, I see this like hominin thing, like with his iPhone calculator, like, hmm, if I have to spend a hundred calories catching this thing, but I only get 50, that's not a wise choice. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's basically what they did. And they what they found was that they would choose their prey mostly based on like that balance. So the most calories for the least amount of work. So um, the study showed that while humans provided a moderately nutritious meal, there were other animals that packed far more calories per bite. But if humans had to spend less energy to catch human prey, they would benefit even more from eating the human flesh because the energy cost was lower. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. I'm just thinking of, I'll get into it when you're done, but I'm just thinking of other reasons for cannibalism. And I'm just wondering how, did you, sorry, just to go back a little bit. They determined this by the amount of human protein that was in their protein analysis or whatever that that's why they did this? Or how did they come up with this idea that that's why they ate humans? So they what they did is they used computer models to calculate first how many calories these H antecessor beings would need. And then right, okay. they kind of calculated how much time, like how much energy they would have to expend getting cert- like getting other prey. So like if they had to, I don't know, if they had to kill some other animal and that was going to take a lot of work, but they could capture the another human-esque thing like themselves at an easier, like with less effort, then they would rather do that to spend less energy on it than catch the other animal. Okay. Does that make sense? No, it, do- it does. But just with like my knowledge of other cannibalistic practices mm-hmm. is like completely clashing with this for some reason. And I'm not trying to like derail or sidebar here mm-hmm. in like other practices they eat them for funeral rites sometimes it's done as almost like a trophy like you eat part of your enemy like you know what i mean so like that's why i'm wondering like how they determined that that is definitely why they were cannibals and it wasn't like a um a situation of the people died so they ate them because they died you know what i mean and it's like free food there or like a funeral rite like you eat part of your loved one to embody their spirit or what you know whatever reason people do that like in cannibalistic practice does that make sense is that making sense Uh, it does i think though these were not these were not humans like i mean they were human like but these weren't humans they didn't have like a culture so 
to them, like, it was just food. Okay, got it. Thank you. That's what, like, my brain was not making that divide, if that makes sense, because I was just, yeah, it wasn't making sense. No, it's very scientific. <laughs> so, and basically, like, yeah. what these scientists are saying is, like, it was easier for them to, to eat each other because there was, right. there was less, um, there was less, ha- less of an effort, like, having to hunt something else. No, that makes total sense. And and disconnecting from them being humans is what I needed to hear, I, I guess, think, to make that. Yes, I think click. that's I think that's exactly what it was is like they didn't have culture or norms or like rules or it was just it was just survival and food. It was literally which, just survival and food and like yeah. what can I eat to fuel me that I don't have to work that hard to get. Got it. Okay. Thank you. I think that yeah, I know. This is all really jargony and scientific. So this that's why I, Yeah. This is like a really different story than what we've done usually they're like really they're really based on like those social things but this one is just honestly just straight like science and survival and pre-human life like what that yeah yeah and now that like I said now that you like broke it I just I guess I needed that break in my brain where it was like they're not humans so they wouldn't act like humans would so they wouldn't have yeah I just needed that to like make this click in my head and now it makes sense well and the the articles I will say they kind of make that difficult to to pick out because they call it human flesh but it's not human right like it's like they're it's almost they're driving home the point that they're the exact opposite of the point they're trying to make yeah so I can see now that I'm like now that I'm really seeing that, like it, it does sound very like counterintuitive because it's they're not human. I mean, they're just eating what they have to eat. Right. Okay. Um, sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. No, it's like it's super heavy and like just really different than what we've done. So it, it's confusing. So the researchers found that when that while human bones were most represented, they accounted for less than 13 percent of the hunter's caloric requirements. Most of those requirements are like, you know, most of their food came from rhinos, deer, and horses. But unlike humans, those animals come at a very high energy cost. But that leads me, so this is the question that I had. What, why was it easier, if these were just animals, why was it easier for them to eat each other? Because you could sneak into somebody else's hut or whatever. I don't know how they slept out in the open Mm -hmm. or whatever they did. And just mar- straight up murder them and eat them. They weren't going to run. But you, wouldn't like you, it's like the lazy man's way to get meat, I guess. But wouldn't you think if these weren't? It, it almost seems to me like they were taking advantage of like like a trusting relationship. Because if they if if they were easier, if it was easier to get it, to hunt and eat your fellow species, like why why is that? Like did, were they recognizing each other so they didn't think that they would eat? each other like is that why it made it so easy again we're humanizing them, i guess but yeah i think it's more of a you know your opponent because you are your opponent oh yeah you know what does that make sense yeah. like a, a deer is gonna outrun you in a fucking instant but a human you could football tackle the motherfucker and you know what i mean like yeah i get it's just it's not hard to wrap your brain around yeah it, it, that's why i was struggling with it earlier yeah. <laughs> but like because many species have cannibalistic tend- tendencies like not just humans there's tons of species that will eat each other and i just i and there's many different reasons for cannibalism and it's not just sustenance you know there's religious and you know other reasons that's why i was having a really hard time wrapping my brain around it so but i definitely get what you're saying like 
what why choose that out of all of the other yeah so what, what other species i don't i don't know a lot about i only know like the fucked up human shit regarding cannibalism because i think it's fascinating but like what other species are cannibalists i mean really if you think about it like birds will eat each other oh yeah uh that'd be cannibalism a pig will eat fucking anything true so why um, do they why do they do it is it literally just the like it's 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 food so we'll eat it it's food yeah it's food I mean, I don't necessarily think that they, like, most of those species attack each other and kill each other uh-huh. to eat them. But, like, I know there probably is, though. I, I, wonder, I wonder if there's cannibalism in um, primates, like in monkeys and stuff. That See, yeah, because that would be, pro- that would be, like, the most, I guess, comparable. I'm looking it up because I'm just curious because they would, you know, it's the same thing. A straightforward decision between eating and surviving to mate another day or mating now and possibly dying. A more uncomfortable case of cannibalism is reported in the Journal of Primates because it involves one monkey eating another, even more so because it was a mother eating her baby. Oh. So it's a survival instinct is all that is. Huh. We have just such like a knee-jerk reaction to cannibalism. Oh, yeah, you hear that and you're like, ugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we just don't, we don't think about, like, it's literally part of human culture. Like, if you look at medicine back in the day, dead man's blood was like a thing that they do. They would actually take prisoners, okay, from like after they'd hang them or however they killed them, boil down their bodies for the fat and use that fat as like a, a salve for like wounds and shit. Mm, that, um, yeah, that's, I can almost. So we don't think about that because it's not. Oh, it's and like not cannibalism. Placenta, like people put a, put the placenta in like pill form. Exactly. So like it's not drinking dead man's blood is is sort of cannibalism. You know what I mean? Like I mean that's just nasty. But they would do shit like that because they thought that it was medical sure. and it would help them. Yeah. And I, I gather that boiling down the fat of a dead man isn't necessarily cannibalism, but it's still utilizing the body of one of your species for your gain. You know what I mean? Like for your medical gain Uh or your nutritional gain. So they would grind down like skulls and bones and use the powder for medicine too Uh of dead men and prisoners. So it's not as far-fetched as we think it is whenever we hear the word cannibalism because it just has such (laughs) – I'm about to say cannibalism has such a negative connotation and I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth right now. the title of the episode. Fuck my life. <laughs> what even is my life right now? Cannibalism um, has a negative connotation. If I heard that at a dinner party, I would run. <laughs> I would absolutely Okay, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, I just no, but but do you get what I'm saying though? Like like I said, with that it's like major reaction. Like way more common and way more well not not common. I mean, kind of. No, it is. Like, I mean, historically. Historically and like across species. I just read, okay, I'm on Newsweek right now. Um, an article by Kristen Hugo from 2017. And I think this is fascinating. This says um, a, male pr- a male primate might want to kill an infant in his own group to make the female ready to mate again. Um, okay that i mean that makes sense but it doesn't well that's here's here's the other thing like hamsters and rats they eat their babies i didn't know that oh it's horrifying i came home and i didn't realize i had bought a pregnant hamster and she had babies and i was like oh yay hamster babies and then i came home from school and it was like a fucking bloodbath 
Damn. So it's not as uncommon as we think, but we have morals and we have, you know what I mean? So for us, it's so abhorrent to think about, but we didn't have morals back in the 17 and 1800s when we were boiling down prisoners and using their bodies as medicine. Yeah. Okay. This says, this says that chimpanzees have occasionally observed cannibalizing, been observed cannibalizing infants of other groups. And that's what led into they might do this so that the female is ready to mate again. Wow. So, but here, that brings up an interesting point, though, of other groups. So were they eating people in their own, I, I don't want I don't know what to call their group of people. I, I know, it's they're... really confusing. Yeah, so were they eating people within their own, we'll say family unit. Yeah. Let's just use that because I don't know what else... I don't want to like, like they're, put they're someone else's right, culture but, on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was trying to avoid that because I feel like that puts a different culture on them if that's not their culture. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, it's whatever. very touchy. Their herd, their pack, yeah. whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, whatever it is. But were they eating members of their own unit or were they hunting members of other units? I mean, because I think that's point. an important distinction. That's a great point. And I wish I would have found – because I really just – like I said, I was just in a rut with finding stories. So yeah, this one, no, this is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and this one could have like I wish I could have would have had time. Like I would have found it in time to do even more research on it because this is like the biggest Pandora's box now that I know about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like we can't talk about it again. I I just have so many questions. I do too. And again, like okay, so it was only thirteen percent of the caloric intake that they needed to eat a human. One, wow that's all the more we're worth what the fuck and two (laughs) um two there's that i mean this might not have developed them but there's that it's very rare but i I say it's kuru kuru it's a disease that happens when you cannibalize and it's like some kind of weird i don't know if it's a protein or what it is but it causes like deterioration of your brain essentially oh and you get like yes i've heard of that weird you get like tremors and like it's fatal whenever you get it there's nothing you can do but i guess you live with it for like years wow i just wonder like if that was a problem for them you know if they were eating but if they're not humans it's not really i guess it's a kind of a dumb point to make because they wouldn't have the same kind of diseases it sounds like they don't know quite to what extent they are related to humans Um, right however there's a picture that i will be posting and i can send to you rachel it the teeth look so human-like yeah yeah is it gonna freak me out i mean my (laughs) let me do you want to know the symptoms of this disease because i pulled it up because i wanted to know okay uh headache it starts with the ambulance stage so the asymptomatic period often lasts five to 20 years but in some cases it can drag on for more than 50 years the ambulance stage is headaches joint pain shaking loss of balance deterioration of speech and decreased muscle control the sedentary stage is uh, loss of muscle coordination becoming incapable of walking severe tremors emotional instability so depression with outbursts of uncontrollable laughter whoa the term yeah in the terminal stage you cannot sit with Without being supported, there's no muscle coordination at all, unable to speak, incontinent, difficulty swallowing, unresponsive to surroundings, ulcerations with pus and necrosis. So there's a movie. Fuck, what is the name of that movie? And it's about like a family of cannibals and the mom died from that. It's like what we become or something like that. I'll look it up, but go ahead. Oh, did you send me that picture? Uh I'm sorry. 
I don't know, for some reason. Oh, oh my god, it does. Right? The skull, like the little portion of the skull looks very human. Right, doesn't it? Oh, that's terrifying. So I'm on, I just found another article that is tripping me out by Michael Marshall from April 1st of this year. So this is very new. Okay. It's from New Scientist, and it's called, We May Now Know What Our Common Ancestor with Neanderthals Looked Like. Okay, so that makes it a little bit more clear. Like it's a right. common ancestor with neanderthals the movie is we are what we are Ooh, it's a horror movie so just in case you were wondering i knew there was a movie about it it was interesting and weird no that does make more sense so this says we are this is a quote um i believe from a researcher in this article it says we are changing our paradigm for the origins of homo sapiens instead of a simple progression from one species to the next many groups coexisted and sometimes interbred this was okay. a process that probably happened across Africa. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that makes more sense. Yeah. I just, it, I still want to know if they were within their unit or not. I do too. I'm trying to see if I can find anything about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like cannibalism and the reasons for cannibalism are really, really fascinating to like read into. Cannibalism as long is as you such can. a bad rap, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're not promoting it here, Listen, but. I'm not endorsing cannibalism. No. I'm just saying but, that our ancestors were cannibals. Yeah, and until very recently. <laughs> it only just became frowned upon, okay? Yeah, it's only, I mean, don't knock it until you try it, I guess. Right, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I bet you still see it. I mean, people do it to survive. Like, you, you see horror stories of people, you know, who are stranded and one of them dies. And, well, we're, we don't want to die and there's meat. So... And it's easy, it's easier meat to get than hunting deer that'll outrun you and horses. What did you call it? Easier meat. Was it a cost-benefit analysis? Yes, what that's what it call? is. They're like, they're there with their little fucking calculator, one of those big ones that has like the roll of paper. Cannibalism is a cost-benefit analysis. And they're like, do I fucking go to the goddamn like supermarket today or do I just eat my neighbor? <laughs> Oh my god, I just had the worst thought. What? Oh my god. Well, grandma's dead. We might as well make use of I her. I mean, what? You know what? It's a waste. It's a waste product. <laughs> Fucking hell. What happened today? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like I had to like, I had to really uh do like a crash course in this molecular fucking archaeology shit. So I'm sorry if a bunch of that just sounded like word vomit. But here's the moral of the story. Where we relate, we're, we are related to H antecessor who were cannibals. Yeah, and that's and they did cost benefit analysis. It was easier to eat each other than to go to the store, and that's all I can tell you. I I love it. This was fantastic. Right? Wow, this is really good. I was not expecting to go down the path of cannibalism today. You know what? I wasn't either. But I'm like, if not now, when? Yeah, I, now now is as good a time as any. Um. But if you do want to do a deep dive, look into the medical practices utilizing dead bodies. I'm telling you that placenta shit is real. Didn't like Gwyneth. Oh, yeah. Bad. You see like uh, essential oil moms talking about how they're baking their placentas and chocolates and shit. <laughs> That's so gross. Like, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm sorry if you listeners do that. I don't want children. And even if I did, that placenta is getting yeeted right in the fucking chest. Sorry, I just don't. I just don't think... I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could rationalize that. No, I... Ugh. 
Like, I'll just take vitamins. I don't need to eat my own. Placenta. Yeah, just give me the man-made vitamins. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, I guess technically a placenta is kind of uh, <laughs> woman-made. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. So much. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I actually really like the medical stuff with, like, what we used to do with dead bodies because I'm morbid and I just think that it's fascinating. Well, I mean, it is. Um, like, you can't deny it. It is. It's super fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. But we're so quick to judge. Like, <laughs> wow. We really sound pro-cannibalism. And I'm not trying to sound pro-cannibalism. Listen. I'm just trying to say that there are cultures and things that we don't understand. And the re- their reasons for doing it are their reasons. And we are not here to judge. Right. And, like, to me, I don't know. It's just... The, the cannibalism, like, crazy stories that we tell today about, like, Jeffrey Dahmer and, um, right. you know, like... Okay, we can judge that. We can judge that because that is one against, a lot of times, children. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not saying that murderers and serial killers who are cannibals are okay. That's fucked up. Like, that's not okay. Right. It's like, it, it's like the, I don't know, it's like almost the the motivation behind it i don't know no you know what that honestly that is it yeah that's that's because it's our whole ethical comp like our moral compass yeah exactly you know okay so for a religion like i was actually just reading one where it said they eat parts of the bodies of the dead so essentially their souls and their livelihoods would live on throughout their family instead of letting like the bugs get them and shit. You know what I mean? Like there are like, okay, I doesn't make sense to me, but in their minds, I guess I can understand why that would make sense. You know? Well, and it's like the same way as like, oh, like they, like this culture eats like, I don't like insects or like an animal that we don't eat. And we're like, it, and we judge that. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the, the cultural norms. Like you can't, you can't judge it because you don't, understand it you know yeah like and let me be clear the weirdo cannibals like the fucking murderers and the people who just enjoy human flesh like that maybe not maybe not the best idea i just meant like your comment about we can't judge things we don't understand because that's all the fuck everybody does yeah (laughs) but i i mean it more from like a a cannibalism perspective (laughs) (laughs) from like a cultural standpoint that like oh i forget what the term is now but like when you have an, when you're in an in group and like the out group is judging you, like it, it's oh fuck, I forget what it's even called now. It's like life. No, it's like it's like this term for um, for judging someone else's norms. Like norms are all they're all made by they're all socially constructed. So like, well yeah, nothing's like nothing's truly right or wrong it's all based on like the society and the culture that it's in yeah no that makes that makes total sense i don't i don't sorry talk about this anymore <laughs> i feel weird <laughs> just chug your wine and forget that we talked about casual cannibalism well i'm drinking i'm just drinking my good old-fashioned barefoot <laughs> oh there you go i got a bottle of 19 crimes oh by the way kind uh, it's the dark red blend. Ooh, I love their hard shard. Mm. Hey, I'm well. This sending you a picture. What? I found a picture okay. of um, like a mock-up thing, like a reconstruction of what a juvenile Homo antecessor might look like. It looks okay. pretty fucking human to me. I gotta post this shit. 
Yeah, yes, this is going to get posted. I haven't gotten it yet. I just sent it. Um, I mean, yeah, but wow, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I just totally lost my train of thought there, but I'm sure it was more... What? Right? Oh, uh, what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, Rachel, it shows his penis. Stop laughing. <laughs> it's... Aren't they all? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean the penis in particular, but yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm actually crying right now again. I mean, not. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh... Okay, sorry. Let me regain some composure <laughs> or some attempt to regain composure. Um, Ooh, yeah, it oh, was wow. just very off putting to like open this up and <laughs> just be like <laughs> full, full frontal nudity as soon as I opened oh, it. Full frontal nudity. Um, uh, we'll have to put like an emoji over that when we post. <laughs> like a little... Put a shocked face, like a. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, well, I can't wait. I can't wait to post that. First, we're going to have these like very human like uh, teeth, and then you're going to scroll and you're going to be like, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have actual tears rolling down my face right now. But um, <laughs> I should have probably warned you, but I'm glad I didn't. No, no. I'm glad you didn't because it wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> I also love that you knew exactly why I was laughing like a fucking child. Because um, <laughs> that was exactly why I started laughing. Um, I was not good in history class. I just want to let you know. And like what we talked about science and stuff and dicks popped up. I was such a child. Oh, like in health class, you were like, hee hee. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't he. I'd like obnoxiously laugh. We laugh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so we'll post that dick pic a little bit later. (laughs) Dick pic. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, I did find something that might answer a little bit of your question of of the like, why did they do this and like, who, who did they eat? So yeah. this says this article says says undoubtedly it was a territorial cannibalism because the region that they were in were really was really rich with natural resources. That's what I needed to know because in my mind, eating within your own unit just did not make sense to me. Why would you lower your numbers? Right. But if you're eating from other units, okay, like, get the fuck off my land kind of shit, uh-huh. or like, yeah, fuck it, let's extinct, you know, make them extinct, because we need to survive, and they're taking our resources. That helps put it into perspective. See, yeah, this is crazy, because this article from Ancient Origins, um, this says that they probably didn't do it because they needed the calories. So, like, there, there are all these different perspectives. Like, so I think what they're getting at there is that they are doing it uh, out of territorialism, and to protect what they perceive to be theirs, not because of the need for food. So, I mean, it really just, I guess we'll never really. It also could have been that particular unit that they were studying. They did it for that reason. So that's, and in my mind, again, that helps me make that correlation because even if they weren't humans, 
they still would have like you would think rituals and customs you know that's true because yeah they're developing you know it's still a species that's developing like they have more rational thought they you know that's that's a fucking wormhole to go down it really is it's like it's so it's it's so fascinating yeah and then you get the random dick pics and everybody likes that. You know, Just kidding. Don't random. send random dick pics. <laughs> Yo, please, please do not. Because they, I guarantee you, whoever you're randomly selling them to is either sending them to all their friends and laughing at you. Um, might get posted online. Just want to give you that heads up. And also, dicks are just not that pretty to look at. So, I mean, would you really want, does anybody really want a picture of just a dick? No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The answer is no. I just never mind. I'm not. Gonna, I'm done. <laughs> what you just said a dick pic? What? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was like titties all day, but not dicks. <laughs> yeah. Very different. Come on. <laughs> sorry. That that was all. Um, <laughs> oh my god, racist got her today, everybody. I am sorry. It's just I I've been cooped up. No, I it's just I've had this actual conversation with people before. They're like aesthetically looking at a female body oh it's way yeah yeah it's more pleasing that's what i meant by that was just like (laughs) well no that's a thing i mean that's that's a thing like people isn't that that's something like in your brain i swear like the female form is like better to look at it's just it's beautiful to look at and just kind of like in any shape or form i just you know what i mean like it's more aesthetically pleasing to to look at for you know Wow, we were like um, all over the map on this episode, weren't we? Yeah, I just, wow. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> From dick pics to cannibalism, you can get it all at Chardonnay and DNA. Get it all here, folks. I think we've oh been, been in isolation for too long. Yeah, yep. It's start, the walls are starting to close in. Yeah. The yellow wallpaper oh. is talking to me. Oh my god. I don't have yellow wallpaper, I would fucking throw up. Did you read that book, like, in high, or that, whatever? Yeah, yes. Oh, my God, it freaked me out. I loved it. I I mean, it was really, like, it was really profound and spooky. I also love the time of, like, I don't love the time of it because, you know, that's bullshit, but, like, hysteria and, like. Like, the cult of domesticity. I like reading about the fucking audacity of men, I guess. Well, and it's, like, Um, it's kind of, and it's, it's very mysterious how. It seems like all of a sudden women just kind of felt that and they couldn't put yeah. words to it. And then they made vibrators and you got medically fucking jacked off and it was all okay. <laughs> so. Truly all over the map. We better wrap this up before. Yes. Yeah, Let me be clear about that. That is a real thing. I don't know if you know it that. It is. Yeah, but... it is. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, let's wrap this up before we just keep going down a different fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, we'll save that for next episode. Our sweet Nikki is going to like delete her nice review and be like, These oh my God, please crazy. don't. Please don't. We're so sorry, Nikki. <laughs> please love us. Yeah. Um. So. God, this went long. Yeah. Do you have padded room? Uh, oh, I think we just did it. Okay, but I have one thing. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. It's It's really cute. Um, rain frogs. Oh. <laughs> Google rain frogs. <laughs> what? Just do it real quick. Oh, they're chubby. They're chubby and grumpy looking, and I love them very much. Oh, they're so cute. 
and they just look like they hate everything and they make the greatest noise and everyone needs to be aware of rain frogs and that was my padded room. <laughs> they're so chubby and like adorable. They're they're fucking adorable and I love them a whole lot. What kind so of please watch they make. Um it sounds kind of like a chew toy, like a squeaky noise. <laughs> yep, it's here, hold on. Here's one. Okay. Here you go. It's it's going to be real loud and I'm so sorry. I'm ready. That is a rain frog. Oh, it's it, it reminds me of some kind of like little Pokemon or something. Yeah, it's fucking adorable, and I just needed everyone to be aware of rain frogs. I like that very much. <laughs> There's a group on Facebook called Frog Spotting, because why wouldn't there be? Are you um, a member? And it's, what a question to ask. You know I hit that join button as, as fast as, as I could. As you saw it. With the quickness. Yep. So yeah, um... Frog spotting is a great place, and I just, they brought up rain frogs one day, and I was like, I love them. They're very cute. So. I like those a lot. That seems like some yeah. good mood booster for when you're feeling, yeah. when you're feeling just, feels. Just look at these grumpy little frogs squeaking, and you will be so happy. Oh, one thing that I will say is that um, a, a group of my, like, clo- real close friends have started, like, well, every day we kind of check in on each other. I don't know if you guys have seen that little, um, like, uh, I don't know, a meme or what, a post, whatever it is, of, like, all the different color, like, heart emojis. And yeah. just, like, while we've been self-isolating, um, we've just been saying, like, what's your heart color today? And it's, like, red is, like, you're doing great. Orange is, like, doing pretty well. Yellow is just kind of okay. Um, and then so on. I think... Um, I think the last ones are like I wouldn't mind if someone reached out or yeah, like yeah. the ones I've seen. Yep. Yeah. We've been doing that every day while we've been um and not I mean we started a couple weeks ago, but it's been really helpful. So I think sometimes it's hard to like put words behind what you're feeling, especially during this weird time when we've never felt any of what we're feeling before in a lot of ways. Um, yeah like the isolation like the true the true physical isolation so i don't know if that helps like just just like check in yeah check in with your friends check check on your people i think everybody is struggling a little extra hard so it just helps also just a quick quick thing with that check on the elderly people you know in your life um even when it's not isolation and social distancing because uh, the elderly have one of the highest rates of loneliness, um, and we don't think about that a whole lot, uh, and it makes me very, very sad. And That's hard. Hope you can shit. hear it in my voice, um, but especially now, it's very difficult. But um, there are lots of like, there's a lot of really cool documentaries about it. I'll have to post one. But someone lived a life in the day of uh, an elderly person that had no family. Um, and they tried to survive like a whole week like that and they couldn't. Um, and these people are doing it every day. So just keep, keep in mind the people, the older people, you know, in your life, um, and the isolation and loneliness they may be feeling every day of the year, not just because of, uh, social distancing and shelter in place orders. So.
just keep that in mind. Let's end this on a fucking somber I note today. Say, oh, that fucking happy note. <laughs> Rain frogs. Rain, Rain frogs. frogs. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to check us out on Facebook uh, at Chardonnay and Sign DNA. Uh, Instagram, Chardonnay and spelled out DNA. Uh, Twitter at Chardonnay DNA. Email is Chardonnay and DNA at gmail.com. And our new website at chardonnayanddna.com. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.